Yes. Good morning. Thank you, Sandy. My friends, welcome you to worship by having you hear the good news. He who is seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. So I welcome you here to worship today where we are worshiping a God who is, in, who is indeed trustworthy and sure and worthy of our worship and praise. If you are joining us here in the sanctuary this morning, I welcome you and I can see all your smiling faces behind those masks. I can just tell. If you're joining us online, we are so grateful for your presence with us today and we welcome you here. Just a few quick announcements to share with you all. We are going to continue on with our, our study and our discussion of the book White Fragility and that will be happening online the last Thursday of this month. Uh, we're only into chapter four, so even if you have not uh, joined in on the conversation yet, you got plenty of time to catch up and we welcome you. So there is information on all of our social media about it as well as uh, I don't believe it's in your bulletin this morning, but um, you can find information other places. Also, our Monday night Bible study is going to kick off again on February 1st. They're going to be doing an eight-week study on the book of Acts. That as well will all be online, so if you wish to join in on the study and the conversation, we welcome you. We also have three new Facebook groups that we have recently started. We have found that this is an awesome way for us to connect with one another when we are not able to really physically be in one another's presence for too long. So we have a parents, grandparents, family, and friends Facebook page that our director of children's ministries, Lisa Adams, is overseeing lots of amazing information. We also have a faith and fitness with Dave Laycock. So for uh, those of you who want to join in with me in getting healthier this new year, please join in on that. And then we also have what is termed our Psalm 91 community, which is our group that uh, ministers to our uh, military veterans, first responders, and their families as well. That is a ministry that is near and dear to our heart here at Rosedale. So that does conclude my announcements. I do have a few other things to share with you all in regards to some of our members here at Rosedale. Uh, Jerry Gibbons continues to recover from his first surgery of a series of surgeries, and he has his next one planned for next week. So we're going to keep Jerry um, and Barb in our prayers. And then we also got news that a uh, former longtime member, Doc Peethman, is not doing well. Uh, he is living out in Oregon, and his daughter contacted us and asked for our prayers. Also wish to, wish to share with you that uh, Sheila's grand, Sheila Folsom's grandmother, Mary, passed away just four months shy of her 100th birthday. So we're going to keep the Folsom family in our prayers. And then again, we also received news of another longtime Rosedale member, uh, Jim Hamilton, who recently passed away. He was very uh, active as an elder and, and in the choir, and he was real active here with his family from 1958 to 1995. So we're going to keep the Hamilton family in our prayers as well. And as we make our way through praying through the congregation, our four families of the week this week are the Carol Clark, the Forsyth, the Reddick, and the Kathy White families. 
And now let us worship God with a look back at the joy last Sunday. Can't you hear the voice of Jesus calling us out from the grave like Lazarus? So Good morning. Would you please stand if you are able to and join me in saying our news and call to worship in your bulletin. If you are worshiping with us online, your response will be on your screen. God, our provider, we have come to church today needing you in different ways. Some of us need strength because we are facing a big challenge. Some of us need hope because we feel like giving up. Some of us need love because we are feeling alone. All of us need you and have come here to find you. You are here. You are with us. Amen.
No matter where we have been, no matter what we have done, Jesus forgives us and loves us. Jesus loves, love casts out fear. Let us pray together. Please join me in the prayer confession. Transforming God, we want the world to be different, but we resist change in our lives. We want you to reign in our midst, but want you to do it our way. We want to live by faith, but we are ruled by doubt. God of hope. anchored in the certainty of your tomorrow. In the grace of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. The Lord says, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Let us hear and believe the good news of the gospel. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Thanks be to God. Gospel of Matthew, chapter 14, verses 25 through 32. Listen for the word of the Lord for you this morning. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus said immediately to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen 
the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. Let us pray. Holy God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. I'm not fearing any man. I'd like to welcome you to No Fear New Year 20. 21 here at Rosedale Gardens. This is our theme that will carry us through all of the month of January. And we began to think about fear to start this weekend on MLK weekend. It just brings us back too to what had happened before during the civil rights movement and what is happening now and the realization that we have some ways to go. I love that little portion of his preaching. First of all, who'd want to follow him, right? I love that he said, I'm not fearing any man. Because actually, just a few months earlier, he preached another sermon where he talked about it was the middle of the night and he picked up his landline and someone threatened that they would kill him and they would kill his wife and they would kill his daughter. And he spent all night long panicking about that and he kept going into their rooms and staring at them and he had this night of the soul, this dark night, where he asked God to take it away from him and he was very worried and he was overcome with fear. But that's not the MLK we saw right there. You know, it is said that fear can keep us up all night long but faith can make one fine pillow. Bob Joff says, I used to think I could shape the circumstances around me, but now I know that Jesus uses the circumstances around me to shape me. I have seen the promised land. That is a man with a vision. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Do you know that the Christian church, we pray that prayer over and over again. That's our vision. That's the vision we have been given by Jesus Christ. You know, faith isn't figuring out what we're able to do. It's actually deciding what we're going to do even when we don't think we can't. That is faith. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. His vision was far bigger than him. His vision was actually far greater for the United States, but his vision lives. Our vision to be united lives, and it is big because it's a God-sized vision. 
Sometimes people will say, you know, well, I had this vision and maybe it's for something more manageable, like how you want your house to look or, or how you want to maybe get a different type of uh, car, how you want to do different things. And all those visions can be managed, can be actually attained. What if we start having bigger visions that fit our big size God? What if we have these big visions that we'll actually never realize in our lifetime, but we plant the seeds and we bring the vision out and we do all that we can until the next generation takes it. I'm not fearing any man. My eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord because God is bigger than MLK's vision. God is bigger than a pandemic. God is big. Don't let what you're afraid of in this life keep you from what you're made for. I've been told that everything we want is on the other side of fear. How about that? And why is that? Why can't it be easier? God is for you. God is with you. And God is not finished with you yet. And that is the good news for the church as well. I follow John Maxwell a lot, a guru in leadership, and now he does these little posts once a day. And he said the other day, if we want our world to change, we need to face reality and become part of the solution. It's no longer good enough just to complain. If we could spread love in this world as quickly as we spread hate and negativity, what an amazing world we would live in. We are the children of the living God. We are disciples of Jesus Christ. The church is to cast light, shining beacons of light in the world of darkness. We are to bring love, not our own love, but a love that's bigger than us, the love of Jesus Christ. And we need to boldly go into the world loving others the way Jesus loves us. His light and his love must be visible in all of us who say we follow Jesus. To love with real transformative love, to make a difference in the lives of others, or how about in the difference of one other? And then we start making a difference in our own lives as we do. And then that difference becomes greater, like a stone thrown out into the lake. And it has ripple effects, and it begins to change the world. So welcome to No Fear, New Year, 2021. Last week, our collective star word is possible. And we're going to keep that star word out in front of all of us all year long because in a world that right now looks at things and says they're too big, we're going to look at those same things with God and God's vision and see that it is possible. It's interesting to me that throughout history, God has spoken three words more than any other set of three. When the people were scared or confused, where they felt lost or lonely, where they were paralyzed with fear, they were just stuck 
in those times from the Old Testament to the New, Ta New Testament, God doesn't appear and make some big speech. God just says to God's people, be not afraid, do not fear. Hear the good news for you this morning, Isaiah 41 verse 10. Do not fear, for I am with you, says God. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God, and I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. It's interesting to me that I'm now looking back a lot lately. I keep saying the phrase to Kate, I feel so old. <laughs> She asked me something about an ordination exam for one of her students and what it was like when I took it and I said, oh, there was no computers, there was no email, and I had a workbook that I had to write really fast in with a timer. <laughs> and it dawned on me that in one of those classes, on just one day, the professor of worship gave out a handout to everyone. And I've Xeroxed it so many times. It's it's kind of not, not as clear as it was, but it's front and back, two columns each side, and they're addresses and names for God. We tend to pray in our familiar language, and that is wonderful. Awesome God, creator God, father God, God of life. It dawns on me, the older I get, the more I'm going back to the sheet of paper. <laughs> Perhaps because maybe even I know I need God more than I did 30 years ago when I was coming out of seminary. So here's my phrase for God for this week. God of all things possible. I realize I need to give God more room to work. Not only in my own life or my family's life, but in our church life and even in the world. Who wants to stifle God? Faith makes the impossible possible, and we need not be afraid to go after the impossible. The Bible will teach us that fear robs us of doing great things for God. God has all these plans for us. We don't want to miss them. Faith, on the other hand, will enable us to do the impossible. And sure, we might be afraid sometimes, and the Bible's full of those who have gone before us, who even though they were afraid, they went anyway. Jesus said, don't be afraid, just believe. Jesus calls out to us to lay down our fears and pick up our faith, to move boldly out into the world, opening ourselves to his love and what he can do through us opening ourselves to love others in the way that Jesus loves us with real love, day in and day out kind of love, good stuff, bad stuff, all in between stuff kind of love. And that kind of love is transforming. That kind of love changes not only the person you're loving, it changes you into being a more loving person. Think about all the miracles in the Bible that occurred because someone had faith, either small or large, that made a miracle happen. I love this story with Peter and Jesus walking on the water. 
I mean, what an incredible day, right? When Peter got out of the boat and he was the only one to get out of the boat. And as far as we know, all the disciples were in the boat that day on the Sea of Galilee. And it's forgettable, not so much, or it's unforgettable, not so much because of where it happened, but because what he was walking on, water, and who he was walking with. Jesus. So let Peter's walk stand as an invitation to all of us who, like him, we want to step out in faith. We want to experience something more of the power of Jesus, the presence of Jesus. And let's have Peter's walking on water be a picture of doing with Jesus' help what we could never do on our own. So I want you to picture the scene in your head. And it's about you. Jesus steps out into the deep blue sea after a wild and windy night. You're on a small boat in a large lake. And you're working hard to get across it. The wind is against you. You're being battered by waves and you spend the entire night straining to make some kind of progress. And when morning comes, you slump over the oars. You're discouraged, you're exhausted, you're hungry, you're seasick, and suddenly Jesus appears, and he's walking on the water, and you're shocked, you're surprised, you're stunned, even terrified, you wonder if you're hallucinating. Is it a ghost? Certainly no, no human could walk on water. Talk about a paranormal behavior that's way over the top. And then Jesus looks at you from across the lake and somehow you hear him clear. Take heart. It is I. Do not be afraid. Jesus invites you to join him out on the sea with one word only, come. You slowly rise to your feet. You're hanging on to the wooden beam for balance in the storm, and you feel safe in your boat. And yes, it's true, you're happy that Jesus is out there, but there's a storm going on. Well, despite the distance away, from where you stand, you can see that his right arm is reaching out to you. It's clearly coming your direction and he's reassuring you with his smiling face, with his encouraging presence that he's holding you steady. It doesn't matter what's happening all around you with the sea, you're standing, hanging on to the beam and Jesus is out there and you can see him and that's enough for a while. You're good, you feel safe on the boat until you don't. When the storm gusts of your fears grow louder than the winds of his love, your old boat begins to sway right to left and left to right, and the weight of spraying water seems to start creaking the boat. What was reliable is no longer, and you're afraid. You know the time has come for you to get out of your boat to get to Jesus, and now all of a sudden you look up and the storm is raging and you don't always see him. Sometimes you do, but sometimes you don't. 
and all of a sudden somehow you hear his voice and it's to you and it says again, come to me. You dare to swing your legs one at a time over the boat until your feet meet the sea. You're exhilarated as you begin to walk on the water, just like Peter and Jesus once did. And suddenly in that moment, Jesus reaches down because you start falling and all of a sudden the water is going over your head. And where he was far away, now he's up close and he's pulling you out of the water. And he gently chides you, you of little faith, why did you doubt? creating this teachable moment about him being trustworthy. Do not be afraid means so much more than rest easy in the Bible. It implies something like take heart, have courage, be open and willing to receive what is coming. Get ready for my presence in your life because with it, Something new will come about in your life. It is an invitation to welcome rather than retreat from Jesus. New futures, though, new circumstances, especially ones we didn't ask for, are not always welcome. And they're certainly not easy. Easier to stick with the tried and the familiar some days. Easier to complain than try a new remedy. Easier to live with what we know, even the disappointments, than to venture out into unknown possibilities. Easier even to keep fighting the battles that we know than to undertake a whole different approach to living. I want you to pick up your bulletin for a minute. And I'm hoping to show you something you've not seen before. The bulletin has a rhyme and a reason and things in places. And for today, I want you to know that you're actually picking up the Bible in your hand by just picking up this bulletin. So notice in the call to worship, we acknowledge God's our provider and we come to God however we showed up today. Were we in need of strength? We have big challenges facing us. Are we in need of hope because we feel like giving up? Are we in need of love because we've never been so lonely than in this pandemic? And the great news is Jesus has come to meet you here however you are. And the impossible things like the song of praise becomes possible. And no matter where we have been in the call to confession, Jesus is there and no matter where we have gone or what we have done, no matter how afraid we've been, Jesus casts out fear, therefore making all things possible. And then that prayer of confession, transforming God, we want the world to be different, but we resist change in our own lives because everyone knows if you wanna create a big change anywhere, it's gotta start with you. God of all things possible, there it is again. In you we find our strength and courage because we need it for the living of these days. And then God speaks to us through the prophet Isaiah. 
The Lord says, fear not, I have redeemed you. I have called you by name and you are mine. It doesn't get more personal than that. Let us hear and believe the good news of the gospel because in Christ we're forgiven for all the things that we might keep beating ourselves over, for all the things that we may be letting ourselves get in the way of God doing something new in us. Will we receive it? You see, we must. Rosa Parks said, people always say that I didn't give up my seat because I was tired, but that isn't true. No, the only tired I was, was tired of giving in. Never tire of doing what is right. In the word of author John Arkberg, if you wanna walk on water, you gotta get out of the boat, right? How do we do it? How do we have a no fear new year when there's every reason to fear? We place our trust in Jesus. We respond coming Jesus as we step out in bold faith to join him in trusting in his power by stepping out to meet the challenges of this day. All this comes to life as we tap into God's power as we trust Jesus to lead us. Don't let what you're afraid of steal your purpose or take your joy. Don't do it. Don't give up on the things that Jesus has placed in your life, the talents and abilities that you have been given. Keep praying for his direction. There is no greater feeling than knowing that Jesus has got your back, come what may. God cares about everything concerning you. God makes sure that when you are afraid, that somehow you feel his presence, that the impossible situation in your life that you're facing right now, because we all have them, yeah, God's working on that one right now. That incredible need that you think is so great and you wonder how you'll ever meet it, yeah, Jesus has got that one too. Don't allow fear to compromise your vision that you have for your life. If God has called you to do something great, it is your responsibility to redirect yourself to do the thing that God is calling you to do. Stay on track, just one faithful step at a time. <clears throat> and if you need a cheerleader, or an eared event, you're in the right church because we go together. So it is January. We're kicking off our No Fear New Year, and we have just begun to explore the possibilities for ourselves. And today we are walking halfway between what was in 2020 and what possibilities are in store for us this year. Remember, we were made to make a difference in this world, and we should embrace every opportunity to do so. My prayer for us this morning is help us, Lord, to never be afraid to pray for the impossible. <clears throat> we started with the words of MLK. I'll end with his words. If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, 
then crawl. But whatever you do, keep moving and rise up. Amen. Broken down, tired of living life on a merry go round, and you can't find.
My friends, scripture reminds us that we have been blessed to be a blessing. And how great that is that we get to walk beside God and offer up a portion of our lives and our labors and place it into his hands and let him do amazing things with those offerings. So whether you are here in the building and wish to drop off an offering in our receptacles that are in the narthex, you may do so. We also have a way of giving online through text to give and how blessed we are that each and every one of you have supported this community in a variety of ways, making sure that our ministries remain vital and well, and we give God thanks for you and for that. So let us now receive this morning's offerings.
You may be seated. Friends, let us pray. God of all good gifts, we give you thanks for the ability to partner with you in the shoring up of your kingdom. We ask that you take these gifts we have given and use them as you see fit to clothe the naked, feed the hungry, house the homeless, to lift up the downcast and downtrodden. Thank you for multiplying our time, talents, and treasures in ways far greater than we could ever do on our own. God of this no fear new year, your voice is calling to us in the midst of the waters out on the seas, and we desperately want to draw near to you, yet we cannot seem to take off the waves, and we cannot seem to get past the idea that what you make possible, we still see as impossible. Help us to see beyond our fears, Jesus, and look straight at you, and remind us that we can do all things through you if only we believe. God of this nation, as a community of faith believers, we are calling upon all of our brothers and sisters of all ages, races, political persuasions, and religions to be peacemakers in these troubled days. May we look upon one another with respect and humility, and may we treat one another with kindness and dignity in spite of our differences. We ask, Lord God, that your heavy hand of peace be upon this nation and its leaders. We ask that potential protests be peaceful and dignified so that all voices may be heard and that our, that our democracy and rights as citizens may be exercised with no harm done. We pray for the peaceful transfer of power that has always been an example to other governments the world over. And we ask that your spirit of peace move and work among all hearts who may be leaning towards violence. God of Rosedale, we ask for your healing touch to be upon Jerry and Doc. We pray for comfort from grief for the Folsom and Hamilton families. And we give you thanks for the Clark, Forsyth, Reddick, and White families, and for all that they are to this family of faith. God of all things possible, as we look towards the unfolding of this new year, we ask once again for you to be our strength, to be our light, to be our guide. Remind us in any and all situations that we have nothing to fear, for nothing is impossible with you. Encourage us each and every day to get out of the boat and to follow you wherever you may lead, even if it seems illogical and impossible. Help us to see this world with your vision, your love, and your grace. All of this and so much more, we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, who taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
Friends, hear the good news once again. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Friends, brothers and sisters in Christ, we are indeed blessed to have the gift of one another as we go out into the world. And as we do, may we go with a daring and bold faith. May we go resting on our faith and the God who does make all things possible, even in us. And as you do, may you be blessed this day and in the course of your week. May you feel God's presence around you. May you see Jesus out calming your storm. And may, in turn, you find ways to be in the storms of others and provide light. Jesus is with you this day and all days. Alleluia. Amen.